0: Welcome to the program today. Manu Gonzalez here in studio, and we have got a great program for you. The question that we're going to be discussing today is, do you believe in conspiracy? It's a great idea. It's a great thought that we need to to recognize. It's certainly found in the Bible. Before we go to our esteemed guest, I want to just remind you of a couple of things. We have a conference coming up in October, WatchersWeekend.com. It's going to be in Norman, Oklahoma. We're going to have Uh, Up to 900 people there with 24 different speakers. It's going to be an awesome time, not only of learning what's happening in our culture and and what it means prophetically, but also just to hang out with other people who are like-minded. So I want to give you a personal invitation. You can go to WatchersWeekend.com and get all the details, see the schedule, see who's speaking. Uh, One of our speakers there is Terry James, who we have today. Welcome, Terry.
1: Hi. so nice to be here. So, Terry, you you
0: recently... uh, Part of a book, The New World Order, uh, Worlds in Collision and the Rebirth of Liberty, which we want to discuss today. Uh, You and Pete Garcia have wrote this book together. Mm -hmm. But for those that that might not know about you and your ministry, uh, kind of let them know where they can find you.
1: Well, we're at raptureready.com, which is um, perhaps still one of the largest uh, websites on Bible prophecy on the net. And uh, the other one is terryjamesprophecyline.com is my little blog that we do. And so we can be found either way on those. I have my email address on the Rapture Ready uh, website, and they can always email me.
0: This is great. If you have not been to RaptureReady.com, you'll want to. I've been going there for probably 10 years at least. And uh, daily updates. On all the things that you can imagine, writers, uh, lot, lots of different writers, uh, up-and-coming writers, and just and seasoned writers that are giving articles there and keeping everybody informed. So it has been great. So this this new book, the New World Order, uh, kind of give us a little bit of background because we hear a lot about the New World Order as we know, uh, going back to the original George Bush Senior. Yeah. Uh, that there's a famous clip of him talking about the New World Order. How did this book? How did this book come to be?
1: Well, uh, the because i think of all the things we see developing there is a coming new world order that they've been talking about and as you said uh, george bush senior spoke about it i think some 19 times in one speech so um, this has been some time ago we've heard henry kissinger and others talk about it throughout the years but it all stems uh, on the fact that there's always been world orders you know Uh, we go all the way back to the garden of eden and uh, when the world was perfect, that was God's uh, world order. And yet it, it was changed uh, when Satan uh, tempted Eve and then Adam and so forth. And that world order, in effect, fell to sin. And uh, then, of course, uh, God had to make things right through the flood and so forth, and Noah and all of that. And Then the next world order would be the one that uh, I think uh, uh, Nimrod tried to organize, and uh, the, the plains of Shinar. And, uh, Tower of Babel and all these things, and uh, then God had to again uh, destroy that particular little effort at a world order. So man has always wanted to, man has always wanted to usurp God's throne because that was Satan's original lie to Eve. I think, you know, that you will be as God, and you will control things. You know, that's what Satan wanted to do. That's what got him in trouble, kicked out, and um, and so mankind still driving toward that new world order they think is going to be utopia but of course god's word tells us uh, particularly through the um, revelation the book of revelation that it's going to end in total utter destruction and judgment and wrath from god himself uh, because of the rebellion of man but that's basically the book in a nutshell and that's why we cover the whole thing we try to but uh, particularly uh, the developments um, with regard to issues and events and so forth that we've seen taking place that we believe uh, Indicates exactly uh, where we are in God's prophetic timeline and where we're going uh, shortly. And I think it's headed toward the tribulation. So that's basically what the book's about. And I want to give a uh, Pete Garcia a shout out because Pete wrote the, the majority of this book and such a terrific writer. And um, and uh, so I want to personally thank him here on your program, Mondo, the, uh, for all the work he did. And I'm sorry he can't be here with us right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, we had intentions of him being here, but he had some other obligations, uh, you know, which which was just fine. And uh, Pete's a great writer, and it's amazing what, what you guys both were able to do. And uh, I feel honored, uh, Terry, because, you know, you had asked me to do the forward of this book.
1: Great forward. Appreciate it so much.
0: Yeah, it was fun. And, and one of the things that in writing a forward to the New World Order is what I try to do is, as you do in a forward, is kind of give an overview. And the, the thing that I addressed in the forward was the idea, I start off, are you a conspiracy theorist? And I think that, that's, let, let's talk about that for a moment, because the, the foundation that we have here, as you mentioned, we go back to the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3, and it's this, you know, this uh, paradise, but right there at the beginning, God puts them there, but there's this other guy that shows up that seeks to interrupt, and he, his, his fall uh, his rebellion preceded certainly the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. but we have now a person, and that, that's kind of the way that I approached it. Was you have to, if you are a Bible believer, you have to believe in conspiracy theory because there is one guy that has been there from the foundation of humanity, at least in the Garden, that has been working behind the scenes. And maybe let, before we go too far in that, how would you define conspiracy? Let's let's start with that word. That's kind of an interesting word.
1: Well, I, I think it's just any. Uh... Any cons- any person or people's conception of um, of what's going on, so far as um, taking taking place behind the scenes, what's going to happen, and and who causes it, and so forth. I think it's just a hodgepodge of looking into situations, and there are so many comp- conspiracy <laughs> theories because there's so many ideologies and everything else. But I think this one conspiracy theory is not a conspiracy at all. And that is a, a the fellow you're talking about. Uh, it's, it's a drive, uh, not a conspiracy, and it's, it's provable uh, through what's happening today in, in the issues and events of our day.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. When you, when you think about, if, if you go to Wikipedia, which we're not necessarily recommending, but just go to a dictionary, the idea of a conspiracy or to conspire is, you know, w- usually two people or more working together behind the sing- scenes for some nefarious uh, plot uh, against something else. And so here we have right at the beginning that we're introduced. I think God, God introduces us to this character right on the first pages. I mean, chapter 3, you don't get far. That's right. It, 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 we're introduced to this person, this, this being who's working behind the scenes, very smart, very intelligent, perfect in wisdom, as Ezekiel 28 describes him. But he, he finds human participants willing to join in his rebellion against God's kingdom. So Kenny has his kingdom working against God's kingdom, as you mentioned, right from the start.
1: And he, uh, he promises the same thing. You can be as gods. In other words, you can be your own. You can control your own destiny. And uh, that's, what the, that's what this whole New World Order crowd, uh, the World Economic Forum, and other things are trying to tell us that, you know, we're going to show you how to do this, but you will ultimately be in charge yourselves, and you'll be happy for it. we're told. (laughs) uh, But uh, that is a lie from Satan. It was from the beginning when he he tempted Eve. And it still continues, you can be his God. And that's what he wants to be. He wants to be God. He wanted to be God from the beginning. He thought he could place his star above the throne of God. And uh, of course, uh, that's the reason he is uh, damned to uh, an eternity in the lake of fire. And that's where, unfortunately, everyone who follows that line of sinfulness and rebellion are going to end up with Him.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, as, as we as we try to evangelize and, and educate others and, and just simply come along and point people to the gospel, uh, it's very important that we don't shy away from what the Scripture teaches. And so, you know, when people ask me, uh, you know, labels can be tough. Are you a conspiracy guy? And I go, well, First of all, we have to define what that is. But mm-hmm. as a Bible believer, I have to say, yes, of course I'm a conspiracy guy, You know, aren't you? But now that doesn't mean that we embrace every conspiracy that's out there. Of course not. But what we recognize is, again, there's this figure uh, that, are, are, that Ephesians 6.12, that are, are we wrestle not against flesh and blood and we uh, principalities and powers and spiritual hosts of wickedness in and, and the high places. So let's talk about it for a minute. Um, Satan... Lucifer, however you want to describe this this original rebel, uh, he's not alone, is he? Let's talk about his his kingdom and and what he has, uh, who he has helping him.
1: Well, my own my own, uh, if you want to say, conspiracy minded uh, uh, cogitations in that direction is that in Ephesians six twelve, just as you mentioned, uh, we struggle not against uh, flesh and blood, but against powers principalities. I think there are two two sections to that uh, that hierarchy. I think there are the uh, demonic minions, and that's primarily what he's talking about. But now we have these human minions that are also a part of it. And um, again, I think that anybody that, uh, that proposes a one world order, a new world order, bringing all people together when God plainly has scattered uh, the nations and made nations and said he wanted nations, not, not a one world uh, configuration in the sense that Satan wanted it. Anybody who believes this, in, in my opinion, is in, the, is in that cabal. And uh, that, that's my take on it anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going we're to take a little break here. We're going to talk more about conspiracy and really the clash of these two kingdoms uh, after the break. But we're going to give you an opportunity here how you can continue to stay uh, informed on a monthly basis with the w- Prophecy Watchers magazine.
2: In case you haven't noticed, the whole world is spinning out of control. But we are not surprised because many of the things taking place were prophesied in the Bible thousands of years ago. That's why we want to offer you a very special subscription to our magazine, The Prophecy Watcher, that will keep you on the cutting edge of Bible prophecy. Stay informed on prophetic world events. Follow the nuclear threats from Russia and Iran. China's march to world domination. The likelihood of another global pandemic. The rise of artificial intelligence and transhumanism, war in the Middle East, the UFO phenomenon, and the latest technology preparing the world for the mark of the beast. The Prophecy Watcher magazine features articles from leading prophecy experts like Gary Stearman, Mondo Gonzalez, Thomas Ice, Randall Price, L.A. Marzuli, Bill Salas, and many others. With your gift of $50 or more to support the worldwide outreach of Prophecy Watchers, you will receive 12 issues of the magazine in either print or digital format. You will also receive 10 bonus DVDs that feature in-depth teaching on the ancient book of Enoch, heaven and the new Jerusalem, the biblical case for the rapture, a look at how God put the gospel in the stars, what really happened at the Tower of Babel, and Ezekiel's prophecy on the Battle of Gog and Magog. This special offer is available anywhere in the United States with free shipping included. Don't wait. Pick up the phone right now and call the toll-free number on your screen or visit us at prophecywatchers.tv. Stand with us today and help us take the message of Christ's soon return to the whole world.
0: Well, welcome back and um, Terry, we've been we've been discussing your new book, *The New World Order: Worlds in Collision* and the rebirth of liberty that you and Pete Garcia uh, put together. And we have, of course, in the Bible, we have the two kingdoms, the two worlds clashing throughout biblical history. Now, is is this idea of a new world order? We mentioned George Bush and others, but is is it real? I mean, come, come on! I mean, is there really this clandestine? cabal, uh, deep state. I mean, do we really believe that?
1: I believe that it's unwitting, perhaps, in most cases. They really think they're doing God's work. But with regard to most of these people, a lot of them, like George Bush Sr., for example, I believe he he truly wanted to create a world free of war and rumors of war and poverty and all these things. But uh, what he fought, fell into and what they all fall into is Satan's you know, And, and the, human, the human mind goes to wanting to be the, at the top of the heap. And that's what we see with communism and all the rest, with China and all these others, is, is yeah, they, they, they claim that Marxism and, and uh, communism is the way to make the people's lives better, but how does it always end up? It always ends up with the elite having it all and the, uh, and the people uh, serving them in, in a, lot of way, a lot of times in ways of slavery.
0: Yeah, well, as soon as we take things out of the biblical framework, I mean John 1010 10 says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and that certainly is Satan's mode of operation. And yet, sadly, he finds humans willing to participate. And again, as you mentioned, you know, we have to be fair in that many people, even that aren't Christian, their their goal, if we give them the greatest benefit of the doubt, their goal is to make humanity better. They, mm-hmm. they want peace. They want harmony, and that's fine. But as soon as you say, well, how do we get there? Mm-hmm. And, they, and they, they remove the Bible. They remove mm-hmm. the, the reality of our world that we do have a spiritual enemy. And they, they embrace some of these philosophies that are clearly unbiblical. Uh, they don't realize that they're getting sucked in to the enemy's plans. So let me ask you that. i t- thinking about plans. What does Satan's been there from the beginning. What does he want? What does Satan himself, in, in bringing together all, this, all his spiritual cohorts, as well as human participants, what does he want?
1: I think because he wanted to usurp the, God, uh, the throne of God from the very beginning is what got him in trouble. He looked at himself, said he was pretty nice. None of us understand where that mystery or iniquity come from. I don't care how much you examine it because the finite mind can't grasp the infinite. But anytime the Prince of Peace the Lord Jesus Christ is left out of the peacemaking process is what most of the people of the world say they want is peace and safety. matter of fact, they will say peace and safety, and it'll bring sudden destruction well, until mankind uh, is willing to uh, you know the, the so-called earth dwellers are willing to turn over to God what is rightfully his, and Satan turns over to God what is rightfully his you're going to have a struggle to the very end, and of course that's what the Bible tells us because Sin does not allow for either Satan to turn things over or human minions to turn things over. And we're headed in that direction. It's going to end in God's uh, judgment and wrath again. And um, Satan wants uh, he wants to be God. He wants to be higher than God. And that, that's another thing. The ultimate reprobate mind is, is Satan, in my view, because he knows God. He knows God is a creator. He's omnipotent. He's, om- he's omniscient. And he's omnipresent and yet he still thinks he can win that to me is mind boggling
0: it really is mind boggling uh-huh. especially when i remember being uh, watching this as a young kid one of the uh, one of the examples of pride you'd watch uh, maybe a young kid who, who's 10 who's kind of small and skinny still and and then he he's wrestling with, with maybe a 12 year old or 14 year old and the 14 year old is just <laughs> just taking him i mean just easily taking him to task and then kind of throws him around but that 10 year old kid pride he is not going to give up because he actually thinks that he can win against the 14 year old uh-huh. and so he keeps coming back and you're like man you just need to give up he's oh, never never and so <laughs> it's that pride of thinking even when you're clearly outmatched
1: <laughs> i so, guess that was good in the case of uh of churchill in world war ii but <laughs> yeah in real life it's hard to <laughs>
0: it really is and i you, i think the root issue there is pride so to me one of the things that i, I uh, outlined in, in the was. That one of the things that I see as well that Satan wants is worship. We mm-hmm. go to we go to uh, Isaiah 14 where he wanted to be like the, he wanted to be above the stars, but he wanted to be like the Most High and and seeing that the worship that God truly deserves. Mm-hmm. And then I think the key f- issue or the key verse for me is in Matthew 4 when when Satan is tempting Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, he says, "I'll give you all of the kingdoms of the world, all their glory, everything, uh, their mind to give to whoever I want." All you have to do is bow down and worship me.
1: And Jesus didn't argue with him about yeah, him having the right. ability, yeah. But he
0: wanted worship. But then, of course, when we come to the book of Revelation, chapter 13, especially, yeah, yeah. we see that the final thing was people worshiping the dragon. I mean, how? Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, mm-hmm.
0: t- t- let's talk about that. And he uses the New World Order to get him there. Well,
1: yeah. yeah. Talk,
0: talk about the, the people worshiping the dragon. Is, is that? It seems inconsistent. Well, that,
1: that is a total turning of the back, and that's, that's where we're heading: turning, turning the back on God. And uh, well, we see that that Satan is—we believe—is going to indwell the Antichrist, this man, the man of sin, the son of perdition, in Revelation chapter 13, and uh, he's going to demand worship. He's going to be in the, the rebuilt temple in Jerusalem, demanding uh, to be worshipped, and Satan will be indwelling him. And if Satan will apparently believe, or, or at that point come to believe, that he is being worshipped by all the world, and of course that 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 time is when he turns on the Jewish people and the world. And of course, that's when God's uh, the the last half, I think, of the tribulation, which uh, Jesus said was the worst time there will ever be. God's wrath totally pouring out. So, yeah, Satan wants to worship, wants to be worshiped, and he's going to think he achieves that, I guess, uh, in, in, by indwelling the Antichrist.
0: You know, one one of the things that, uh, that Pete and, and Terry bring out in the book so well is, when when you see what Satan's trying to do and establish, even going back again from the beginning, of Tower of Babel, these these new world order ideas. That one of the ways that they do it is is or that he does it is through crisis. We we see out of World War One, uh, as you mentioned, the League of Nations, and then out of World War Two, the United Nations. These world global governments. Now the, the the new word is global. You know, World Health Organization, mm-hmm. World This, World, world, down, world That, World Economic Forum. Yeah. yeah, World Economic Forum. So. In the sense of seeing the way that uh, Satan has done things in the past, using crisis to continue to bring the new world order into place, um, what do you see as th- some of the crises that are that have happened, and and, and maybe future crises that are going to help bring that about?
1: Well, uh, I'm actually thinking about a book I'm, I'm going to do called "The Crisis," and uh, for example, I'll just give you one example here. The I think that America is, of course, in the is in the target target area and the scope of of um, all these New World Order people, in particular, because Satan is directing them. America has to fall. The whole world is so intricately linked to America and its dollar, and we see the, the we see all that's coming against the dollar with this digital thing and all that. But but I believe that um, that the American people have been so. Spoil, if you want to call it that, so used to having things run away. For example, I don't believe it's it's going to take a major crisis, and you're talking about crisis, I'm just talking about what I think is the ultimate crisis. It's going to take a major major crisis for the people of this country to, for example, uh, agree, I'm talking about everybody in general, to not go outside of 15 minutes of their cities and, and this sort of thing, uh, these sort of requirements that the world Economic, Forum, world Economic Forum, for example, is is demanding, and uh, even eat bugs and all this <laughs> other stuff. I, I don't think that the American people are gonna fall for that. They're the holdup right now. This, this nation is the holdup, I think, but there's gonna be one crisis, I think, that will make the whole, not only the people in the United States, but the whole world uh, suddenly say, okay, whatever you wanna do, if you can make this thing right and save us from whatever is going on, my personal opinion that's going to be the rapture of the church, and people will be so so um, totally in chaos and totally upended that they will grab for anything in this world economic forum which Satan has been uh, at the center of and all these other world uh, organizations, they will they will more or less have it have an organization it organized in a sense that uh, that will have some kind kind of a formula Satan can use, and his Antichrist when he comes on the scene can use to uh, to say this is this is, this is, is what we'll do. And you know, what did Rahm Emanuel, uh, Obama's guy said, you know, never let a good crisis go to waste. Well, I think the rapture is going to provide that ultimate crisis.
0: Yeah. Amen to that. And, you know, I, I read a lot of books, as you can imagine, and uh, this is probably one of the best books for sure as it relates to the New World Order, uh, just the theology that's there uh, found in the Bible and then how it incorporates into our modern world. So we're going to take a little break here. You can see how to get this excellent book.
2: Today we stand on the brink of several life-changing events that were once the stuff of conspiracy. Global organizations like the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum have plans to fundamentally change the world, seeking their own version of utopia without the presence of God or any concern for His plans for our future. Very soon, your every move will be monitored in this new surveillance society. Where you can travel, what you can drive, what goes into your body, what you can eat, and much worse. Imagine a future where your car can be turned off by satellite or where your bank account can be seized for not living up to expectations. That technology is already here. How far away can we be from the mark of the beast where people will be forced to pledge allegiance to the Antichrist in order to survive. These events are detailed by Terry James and Pete Garcia in their new book, New World Order, Worlds in Collision and the Rebirth of Liberty. They write of the Great Reset, the Beast System, a worldwide financial Armageddon, the resurgence in UFO activity, and the coming Luciferian agenda. This is a book that will make you think about where we are on God's calendar and how we can prepare friends and family for an explosion that seems closer than ever. New World Order is available for your gift of $25 or more to help support the worldwide television ministry of Prophecy Watchers. You can visit our online bookstore at prophecywatchers.tv or call the toll-free number you see on your screen where operators are standing by 24-7. Terry and Pete have teamed up to write three of the best books ever published on the rapture of the church, The March to Globalism, and The Signs of the Times. These three books include New World Order, Trajectory, Tracking the Approaching Tribulation Storm, and The Disappearing, Future Events That Will Rock Our World. All three books are available for your gift of $75 or more with a special bonus two bonus DVDs from Gary Stearman and Tommy Ice, Defending the Rapture. And as always, shipping is included anywhere in the USA. Don't forget to join us in Norman, Oklahoma, this October 5th through the 8th for an amazing four-day prophecy conference. Register online at watchersweekend.com. In the meantime, we'll see you here, there, or in the air.
0: Well, welcome back, and we are talking uh, with Terry. And Terry, you know, our last little segment here, what, let's talk for a moment that the New World Order, this global idea, um, it comes about, it's integrated. It's, it's not just a very monolithic thing, but Satan is very crafty. He's got, it seems like he has people, lieutenants, and humans in every discipline or area, whether it's politics, uh, economics, even technology, Uh, there is a religious aspect as well as the societal, uh, thinking, you know, pick, maybe pick one of those. Is is the new world order going to be, let's talk about this from, I like this idea. Is the new world order, especially as we see with the book of Revelation, does it have any religious component to it?
1: Well, I think it definitely does. Um, You know, this idea that it's uh, supposedly built around peace and safety. Well, they think they're going to save the world here's how. You know, we have right now the very wars and rumors of wars. I believe Jesus was talking about. I think He was specifically talking about our time, and um, that we're living in right now. And of course, uh, He talked about uh, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. Well, we couldn't get any more uh, rumors of wars, I think, than we have right now. With first of all, take Israel, which everything of end times is built around Israel. Uh, They're being threatened, you know, uh, from uh, particularly from Iran. And all these other nations are rapid, ratcheting up um, their hatred for Israel, just as uh, just as uh, the Prophet Ezekiel and Zechariah and others have warned. And so there will come a time when uh, when this is going to come into an explosive situation. The same with now we look at at Russia and Ukraine, and it seems to me the American government is, is poking at the bear, as it's also often said, and uh, both are nuclear powers. And, uh, and this whole thing seems to me to be one big rumor of war that could break into nuclear conflict. I don't think it, would, I don't think it will prior to the rapture because it doesn't fit my, at least my, the way I view it. And uh, then you have China, which I, I believe is the biggest threat. Uh, they, they could attack Taiwan. I think they're going to be the kings of the kings of the East that come across that dried up Euphrates River and, uh, and uh, going to destroy one third of the entire world. Well. This all means to me that the religion of the New World Order is to try to prevent this from happening, to cry peace and safety, to convince people to come together. And that is their, more, their ultimate uh, offering of morality, if you will. And so I think that's kind of at the nucleus of this, uh, this New World Order religion you're talking about.
0: Yeah, amen. Terry, I appreciate your time today. It's been good.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: And when we think about uh, what began so long ago, before humanity even was in the garden, you have this, uh, this overall rebellion that has come uh, against God. And, and we're, we're, we're caught in the middle of it, but we know that the victory is through Jesus Christ. And so if you have not uh, come to that place of putting your faith and trust in Him alone, uh, to be ready for the rapture that is coming and, and to be ready to escape this coming tribulation that, that God has planned again, to make the world right, and in order to make the world right, he's got, to, he's got to judge and he's got to correct and remove those that are in the way, especially, again, the greatest enemy of all time, and that's Satan himself, and the implement, implementation of the New World Order. So we appreciate you watching this week. Um, there's always hope, hope found in Jesus alone. We'll see you next time.